Welcome to Manic and Medicated with your host, Carissa. Buckle up while I take you on a ride, a journey, and possibly a therapy appointment. Don't say I didn't warn you. So, um, Wednesday, August 4th, I just left work. Um, I haven't really talked to myself in a while, you know, I've, I started recording on the podcast and stuff, but I feel like that this is a little bit more intimate than the podcast. So I feel like, I feel like the podcast is kind of more generalized and this is like me spilling my guts to myself in detail. So what has been going on since I last talked to myself, like actually talked to myself I feel like I haven't really been picking up the recorder to do this because either one, didn't feel like I wanted to talk, or two, I didn't have things I really wanted to open up about, so I only feel necessary to not force myself to do this every day, but do it when it's necessary. Um, I think I was more connected into doing this every day when I was going through so many emotions, but it's such a weird feeling it's like my body's high but my mind is hyper focused but I'm mellow it's the weirdest thing ever um I'm not hyper anymore it's so weird I think the reason for that is because when you have such a intense mental breakdown you don't really you don't just snap back to how you were. I don't even think I want to be who I was before, you know? I was just so, yeah, I was hyper and bubbly and fun, and I think I'll eventually get back to that, but I was so angry. I was riddled with anxiety and depression. I mean, I still am, but I think when you have such a a major breakdown, you kind of look in yourself, and you're like, wow, when you're coming out of it, I'm still coming out of it. It's just, I don't know, I fell really far down. And I think that's a really hard thing to notice. It's scary. It's really, really scary. I don't think I would be here today if I didn't have the support that I have or the resources that I have. I thank God every day that I have a job that provides me with health insurance so that I can be on a medication that seems like it's working for me. I know it's only day two, but I felt like almost a relief on day one. I was yesterday, I was completely so nauseous the entire day, but I feel like I do things with purpose now and I'm not so erratic and I feel very almost at peace like I'm still sad I'm not happy but I'm peace there's peace with me right now it's the weirdest thing I am a slowed down version of what I was I was go 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 so much and that made me crash I finally crashed I thought I I could do it but no it caught up to me I was been thinking about today 
and I try not to. I mean, I know that's part of a breakup, but I think having a breakup on top of this has just been really difficult for me. Um, I don't feel like I have to cry or anything. And since taking my medication, I haven't cried. Like yesterday, I went to bed at 12.30 in the morning. And usually I go to bed at 3 in the morning because I just can't sleep. I'm really codependent. Like I need someone else to sleep. And that was really liberating to just lay down and be like, wow, I want to go to bed. I've never go to bed that early. So my goal is to eventually get to bed at 10 o'clock at night, like every night. So we'll see how, you know, that works. But I just feel very at peace. And I think with that coming to Jesus fucking moment and feeling at peace, I tend to think about, wow. And I have a lot of regrets. I regret acting the way that I did. Like somebody that I loved and still love and care about doesn't want anything to do with me. And it was really hard watching his social media. I just couldn't do it because I'm mentally not healthy. So instead of, you know, obsessing about what he's doing and how he is, I had to delete him because I just couldn't keep consuming him visually and not being able to talk to him. I think that that really fucking sucks, but I've been doing, I would say, decent. I mean, I'm not doing great and I'm not doing really bad like I was before, but I'm just kind of, I'm coasting right now and that's okay. Um, just coasting, but definitely feel like my medication's helping. I don't know if I, if I could talk, I would definitely apologize while I'm mentally stable, which is, I mean, I am stable right now. I'm not doing super great but I'm mentally stable and on um, a mood stabilizer and I can say that I mean it's only up for here from here like I I have learned I don't want to cry but I've learned so much about myself in these last few weeks than I ever have and um, that's been like, I think that's been a gift, honestly, um, because I've been through the ringer in life, and I think it's brought into my life to kind of teach me a lesson, not to be like, haha, I told you so, like, you don't act crazy or you're gonna lose someone you love, but more like, he supported me in ways that I've never been supported, so to lose that is like a death like it felt like a death it felt like somebody cut my arm off when he broke up with me like I just lost like the biggest support system in my life and I didn't see it as a punishment I kind of saw it as like this is happening because this is the consequence of you know there's a action and a reaction or a reaction and then an action or whatever it's called when I have something going on in my life 
And because of that, I reacted in a certain way. And then he reacted in a certain way, which is to break up with me. Just that's the nature of life. And while it hurts, like he can't be a prisoner to my mental state. I need to, you know, fix myself. And in the process of fixing myself, I have to be alone. And it sucks. It's not fun. I mean, there are days where I do, I don't feel lonely, but I, I know I'm alone. Like, it's very apparent that I'm alone. And I have the support of my family and my friends. Everybody knows, like, what I'm going through mentally. I wish I acted differently so that my boyfriend didn't leave me the way that he did or my ex or whatever I'm supposed to call him. But, I mean, I so badly want to talk to him. But I won't because I've already apologized. I mean, maybe I did it when I was mentally unstable, but I meant that apology into my core, deep into my core. Um, And I still stand by that apology. I mean, I'd, I'd say the same thing again. Like, I deeply apologize. Because what I was doing was, like, kind of abusive. You don't do that to someone you love. But I also, not that that's an excuse, I was not in the right frame of mind. I had no business being in a relationship. And he was m- more than anything I expected. But at the same time, I felt disrespected. I felt like I wasn't being heard. I was being shut down by someone who, on one hand, was so supportive and loving and nurturing and caring, but on the other hand, was kind of like, well, that is what it is what it is. Anytime I would bring up an issue. And I don't like that. I think that that is just kind of not, it's not cool. It makes me feel small and in a, like unimportant to tell someone that well that's just what it is I think that that fucking hurts because I would have done anything for him and not in like an unhealthy toxic kind of way like I'll do anything but it was more like I would do anything and that's just how I am as a person I'm like that with my friends and people that I love I just, if you're in my life, like, I will do anything for you. If I have $10,000 and you need $10,000, I will give you $10,000. I know that sounds crazy, but I just, I'm never going to change that about me. So for someone to, to kind of abandon me the way that they did, it's like, I understand it, but it just... It rocked my world. It rocked my fucking world. It rocked my shit. (laughs) And definitely is a hard pill to swallow that, you know, you feel those sense, like the sense of rejection and abandonment and you replay constantly like, what could I have done differently? But the fact of the matter is you can't do anything differently what the damage is done and you have to kind of just move past
past it. And I'm in that phase right now where I'm still trying to move past it. I'm still trying to get better, you know? And I'm going to be really honest, I don't think me and will be together again. Because I don't... I think he's a nice person, but I don't think that he's meant for me. Even though we have... Like, on paper, we're perfect. We're absolutely perfect on paper. But in order for us to be together, like, I would have to heal and grow. And he would have to heal and grow. Because I just... I can't feel like I'm not a priority in a relationship. And, like, I need to... I don't know, maybe I need that reassurance more than some people. Maybe that, I don't know if that's a bad thing, but I can't change who I am. I mean, I can better myself, but at the end of the day, like, I am who I am. I can't change that, and I can't ask him to change who he is. So I just need to, I need to be authentically me, and he needs to be him, and... That's just how it needs to be. Every time I want to call him or text him, it's just, it's so hard. It's so hard. That day I called him when I was in Maine and I was really drunk and he didn't pick up. I just, and he never called again after. I can't even tell you how much that hurt. It was like he was breaking up with me all over again, but, like, not as bad. But it just... It fucking hurt. To know that, like, this person you would talk to every day just... Who knew that you were going through something so dark. And maybe I didn't tell him how dark it really was, but I just... Couldn't believe he just threw me away honestly it felt like trash he was just getting rid of and I don't want to be made to feel like that is the case because I am not a piece of trash And that is something I had to learn as well. I had to literally tell myself, Carissa, you are not trash. You are worthy. And that's so hard when you you feel 100%. I felt so good with him. I think that's why it hurt so bad because he did make me feel so good. And it's not like he was the band-aid on my life, but he was definitely like a good distraction. I don't know if he even loves me, though. I'm going to be really honest. I think that I have this issue where as soon as I, like, get feelings for someone, I ruin it. I self-sabotage. And my anxiety ruined everything. I don't even know how to be, like, hyper and crazy anymore. Like, I'm just, like, so low and I don't know. I feel like this medication makes me very tame. I'm very kind of chill it's like I'm high all the time but so coherent it's the weirdest thing ever but 
honestly, if I, I don't want to say fuck you, but like right now I kind of feel like that. Like, fuck you. Like, I feel bad saying that, but I just, even when I was, before I had my mental breakdown, when I was snapping and afterwards, and then now when I'm on a mood stabilizer, I still have the same thought is that I just would never do what he did. Ever. Ever. But I get it. Like, it's, it's fucked. It's, it's like, I I just wouldn't do it, but I get why he did it. It's just, I mean, at least I understand it. At least I'm not sitting here like, oh my God, fuck him. Like, he's a terrible person. Like, I don't even think he's a terrible person. I just fucking wish it didn't happen. I wish I could have just been normal, but I I couldn't. I feel like I want to try to be like wicked hyper and stuff, but my body doesn't move like that. I'm just so mellow. It's so fucking weird, but all right, I'm going inside until next time. I will become completely unhinged if I don't start seeing people rate, download, and subscribe. You know the drill. Until next time.